0: Welcome to Nudia's Mastermind. This podcast is a place where success and fulfillment meets. A space where I invite guests from all walks of life who have succeeded at a high level in a specific area. A space where we will share their champion stories, including the wins and the highs, but also the lows and the challenges, yet how their passion and consistency inspire them to keep pushing forward and creating major breakthroughs in their lives. Also sharing our why, sharing what fulfills us, Because what's life about without enjoying the journey? Please subscribe, share, and rate us. My intention for all of our listeners is to be inspired into taking action to live the life that you truly desire. Hello, everyone. I am here sitting with someone that's super special to me. Um, I've known her for many years the one and only Megan <laughs> Salito, everyone. <Woo! laughs> Thanks for coming today. Yeah, Thank you for having me. I'm so I'm excited. excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I met you probably six years ago. Something like that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I was introduced to you by Cody Derrick, because you were coaching with him. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I need a new coach. And in our conversation, he brought you up. And, um, so I hired you as my coach. I was right in the middle Mm -hmm. of thinking whether I should start this company or not. Remember? Mm -hmm. And, and so guys, Megan was the person who coached me through launching Novation title. Mm -hmm. Um, and then after that, um, we, I keep coming back to you on and off (laughs) throughout the years. And here we are six years later, six years later. Um, Currently I'm coaching with you and you have been a huge blessing in my life. Um, You've just helped me seriously change from the inside out, big transformation. So you've been that Mm -hmm. for me. So thank you so much for that.
1: Thank you. Yeah. It's an honor. It really is like I, you can have all the tools in the world, you can have all the expertise in the world, but if you don't have somebody that's willing and like willing to be uncomfortable and get uncomfortable and hear feedback and (laughs) we have
0: gotten uncomfortable, (laughs) we We have gotten (laughs) really uncomfortable,
1: (laughs) (laughs) right? And I think, you know, that's really, if you want something different, you have to do something different and doing something different often requires that uncomfortability. Of kind of being on the edge of like ah you know but
0: you know the other side of that is so amazing as you know yes it is I our last coaching session I was telling you how I feel completely different you know from Mm -hmm. when I started to where I am now I run my business completely different I create differently I feel much more peace and I'm much more centered in my life, you know, from when I started back then I was so in the grind and just you know working 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 and and um not that I'm not working, but I'm just I'm I've shifted to how I'm working. Right. And and so that's been so fun to be in this space and I'm like I don't want to be in a different space. Like this is really fun and this is really <laughs> good. <laughs> but Um, Why don't you tell us a little bit about Mm. you? I mean, I I know I know you, but I would love for our audience to hear a little bit of your story, how you got into this, and Mm. you know why why you do what you do. Well, it's because I was super
1: messed up, you know. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and I think a lot of people who get into this kind of work, be it therapy, be it coaching, are oftentimes looking for answers
0: that
1: they're having a difficult time finding, and as they they get the liberation of, you know, going, doing the inner work, then we tend to want to like give it back and go, wow. Like, I mean, I really got it that when you change something on the inside, like a block or a, a, a belief that you didn't know that you had and you like challenge it, like a whole world's open up, you know? And like that to me is the best gig ever is like, I get to show people who they are. I get to show them new worlds and new vistas, right? How does it get better than that? But I mean, I got into it. I had a lot of uh, a lot of childhood abuse, um, a, a lot of really sort of interesting stories. I, pro- I tell people I could have done four Oprah shows with my life history, you know? Um, wow. And so I wasn't, when I was looking for help, I wasn't functioning very well at all. And it was through the process of, of my own healing journey that I wanted to turn around and help other people because I realized that it, how many people like me have tons of potential, but just have stuff sticking them. Like I didn't think I had any gifts. I didn't think I was had any use on the planet, you know, and so, uh, and I was really trying there to take no myself out. There was no you. purpose, but I think the reason why it felt so crappy is I have a huge purpose right? It's like if people are kind of going along and they're kind of futzing about and they're, you know, kind of, you know, kind of messing things up in their lives and they don't really care that much. Like I had a whole group of friends that didn't have the same angst as me. They were living the same life as me of just like partying and checking out and stuff like that, but they didn't have the same angst as me. And I think the angst of like, why my life wasn't working and like, I need is this all there is? Like, had to do with the fact that I had a bigger purpose. And it was, it was tapping me, you know, and so it drove me to finally figure out like who I was and to
0: heal and to give myself a chance to be what I could be. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's like the truth being like, wanting to find you. Right. So that you could shine and and be, just be in that that purpose that's awesome i think that you know anything that
1: you're experiencing right now be it relationship or your work or life or whatever if you're really up unhappy it's actually because there's some gifts there and you're trying to get to them if if there weren't gifts there it would be bearable for you Hmm. if there weren't gifts in the mess it would be bearable like okay fine you know i don't I have a railroad real relationship with my husband, it's fine, right? But if you're like have that kind of relationship and you're miserable in it, it means that there's something better for you. There's something more for you. And mm. so that's the gift in the discomfort too, talking about discomfort, right? That's that's where the growth life.
0: will come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You've been doing this work for many years. I mean, I remember having conversations with you, <laughs> you where you're like, I was tapping into this. Uh, long before any of this work was so conscious Mm -hmm. within humanity, you know, Mm -hmm. that you, (laughs) you were having (laughs) these type of conversations and, and around your, your family, your friends, and they, people just thought you were just crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. what are you talking about? How can you use the word create, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and so when did you, cause I mean, how old were you when you started this whole process of, of, getting into this conscious space? I would say it started popping in around uh,
1: around 30, around 29. Like I had some really big events happen. One of my best friends was killed in a drug driving accident. And it was a huge wake-up call for me. And, um, and I took it, you know. And I, I was so mad that my friends didn't take the wake-up call, but I realized it wasn't for them, you know. Mm-hmm. It was my wake-up call. And I just started looking for something else, for something more. And it was 25 years ago this October that I went through my rapid eye training. It was 25 years ago this month that I actually like prayed. And I don't like, I I uh, left the Mormon church when I was 15 and I was like, ah, screw all that. But I was so unhappy in my life that I just sort of dropped to my knees and I said, look, I don't know who you are, I don't know what you are, but like, I can't live like this. So you need to show me something better. Cause otherwise I'm out. Wow. Like that's it, you know? And it was like one of those moments where I was like, I did not comprehend going and punching a time clock every day. I did not like, it didn't make any sense to me. Right. And so, and it was really interesting because a couple of days after that, a really good friend of mine that I'd been playing tennis with, she called me up and she said, you know, I'm doing this weird rapid eye thing. She says, I think you should come have some sessions. I'm like, um, I need to get some practicum. I need to get so many hours or whatever. And I'm like, oh, it couldn't hurt, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a lot to do right now, so sure. I know. <laughs> it was kind of like that. I'm like, what the okay. hell? Okay. <laughs> you know? That's awesome. And uh, so, and that, that's a quality of mine that I think takes me a long ways is my willingness to try things that are weird mm-hmm. and different and unusual because- I'm so open. I- Yes, so, You know, because it's like, if, if the path to change was logical, you'd have done it by now.
0: Mm, right. So good, Right. Yes.
1: So it's like, I was like, what the hell are you going to, you're going to move a little thing in front of my eyes and I'm going to blink and I'm going to be better. Cool. Like you know, <laughs> I didn't, ha- I didn't have a lot of hope, but I was willing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and then, uh, within about six weeks, my life was really different. Like all of a sudden, like it was just, I felt different, I was different. I was like, whoa. And then she said to me in one of our sessions, she goes, you know, I think you'd be good at this. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and so, but she knew something I didn't. She saw something in She you. saw something in me that I didn't, which is the, the awesomeness of mentors, right? Mm-hmm. And um, she actually called the Rapid Eye Center Because at the time I was in sales and marketing and she called the Rapid Eye Center and said, you know, I know you're looking for somebody, I have somebody for you. And they required that you went through the training. So she actually got me a free training for trade, right? That's awesome. Right. And, but I never went there for that reason. I went there because it was going to work for them. Oh. Because I hadn't bought into this, that I was going to do this weird thing yet. And you know, bear in mind this is 25 years ago. Yeah. This is like this these conversations were not happening in the in any kind of public sphere at all. This was way, way off the grid, this kind of stuff,
0: right? I can imagine. It was
1: it was weird, right? And I walk in this room and everybody's like hugging me and telling me they love me. And I'm like, you don't even know me. What's the (laughs) matter with you? You know? (laughs) <laughs> that's how that's how different I was right yeah. back then and it just um you we in the coming into the training we had to have a session with one of the trainers so that they knew where we were at and that we were clear enough to do the work and all of that and my session happened to be with the founder her name is Renee Johnson and at the end of the session she goes well what are you thinking about with regards to your practice and I'm like i that's not why I'm here. And she goes, Consider the reason you think you're here is not why you're here. And I was like, Oh, oh
0: that's so <laughs> dun, dun,
1: you know, and so and the rest is history. Like I I took the pill, the blue pill, what is it? I don't know if it's the blue I know, I don't know the red or the blue, but you took the the <laughs> I, one. I took the one. I took the one because I have been crazy for consciousness ever since. Like in every way. If you could show me that putting my head in a bucket would like create more, I'd do it. Like that's kind of my nature. And so my path has been just sort of gathering different tools. Cause I realized that there's one size does not fit all. Like everybody has a unique journey and the more tools that I can bring to the table to help people find their way and their path of like how they can find what they need to find for themselves, you know? And it's, I also just love learning stuff, but I also realize that certain modalities are good for certain things and, mm-hmm. and that kind of, they can only take you so far. And if you want that,
0: then you need to get a different tool, you
1: know? So I I'm love just, that I'm, you're
0: such a big teacher, but you also continue learning. You never stop learning. I mean, you just came in this morning, and told mm-hmm. me you're joining a very um, not so economical program. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you're investing in yourself. You keep doing that so that you can grow so you can continue teaching. And I think that's so beautiful. And like the way that you teach me really, really works for me, you know, mm. because you're, I mean, we had a huge breakthrough a couple weeks ago and it was around relationships, which mm-hmm. is what I want to talk to you about today. But I've been doing a lot of work around this area for the past few years, mm-hmm. especially the last year and a half, I would say, and I'm learning a lot. But you you're, you're asked me like this, these very specific questions where I just, it helps me wake up, you know, and it helps me discover. And that is the most beautiful thing about a coach, you know, Mm -hmm. that you, you, you say the right questions so that we can Mm self-discover. You're not telling me, you know, Mm -hmm. what it is. You're, you're helping me just discover it. So yeah, it really works for me, which is Mm why I keep coming back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but let's talk a little bit about relationships there. Shall let's we get do into it. our let's, topic? Let's do it. Let's get, down. Um, let's get in there. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I really wanted to touch base on this and I have not had this conversation at all in my podcast, but perhaps because I've been learning so much about it and struggling so much uh, with it in, in my own ways it's been there's been so many lessons for me around this area. Um, and it's one that I continue to learn about. And I think it's probably an, a lifelong thing. But what, you know, I, I think one of the biggest things that I've discovered in my journey of learning all this is there is so there are so many triggers from our childhood that show up in our relationship. Um, do you know Esther Perel? Have you heard of her? Mm-hmm. She's, she's, uh, you know, into this area very much. She's a, mm-hmm. uh, she has a few books. She's a genius in relationships and she'll, she often talks about it. She'll say, you know, in, in her books and, and even her, um, podcasts or her, um, her YouTube videos, cause mm-hmm. I'll sit there and just watch or listen or whatever. And she'll say, tell me how you love, how you were loved. And I'll tell you how you make love tell me how Mm. you were loved as a child and I'll tell you how you do love now. Wow. I love that. Isn't that amazing? Mm, That's so good. (laughs) She's seriously so good. Mark Rose is someone I also very much follow Mm. in this area. And so that's been like a big thing for me, just really understanding that how, how much, and and this goes into psychology altogether, right? Like how, just how much your childhood really does impact your adulthood. Um, But I think relationships it's, it really does, and it really shows up there because you're the most vulnerable in that space because it's that deep love. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay. tell us more about this because you 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 know way more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know enough to be dangerous.
0: <laughs> I and and in full
1: disclosure, I would say that relationship is my Achilles' heel. Like it's the one the area of my life that I think is the most challenging, and is and it's one of those like I really believe that the, the places in life where we have the most challenges often where the most gifts are too. So I also know that I have mm. gifts in that place. So there's going to be a gift for me too. Yeah. Awesome. I know. <laughs> <I'm the> same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going to be good. You're going to be amazing. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, I think one of the things that's the most difficult about relationship is that when you, when you're triggered in relationship, you're in an area of your brain that's very old. It's like childhood, those childhood experiences, those childhood wounds. And it's, it's sort of located in our survival part of our brain. So when they get hit, those triggers get hit, we go into fight or flight. And in fight or flight, everything's right or wrong, good or bad, black and white. And we're in panic, fear. I call it the four F's, right? Fear, uh, sorry, freeze, faint, uh, fight, and flee. Those are the four Fs. And you see them in the animal kingdom. And we don't, the thing is, is we don't necessarily have a vote about what our F is. Your F F is your F, right? And so generally, you'll have a primary F and a secondary F. So my primary F is freeze. Hmm. So I'll do like, right? And then as soon as I can unthaw, I will flee. So I'm a freeze Mm. fleer and I tend to get together with fighters, (laughs) which those two trigger each other into more fear, which is really fun and not not that fun. But the problem with relationship dynamic is that even if you have done, read all the books, done the coaching and all of that, um, when you get triggered, you're not in an area of your brain where you learned your tools, where you learned your communication skills. So it's very hard even though you know what to do. And that's been frustrating for me because I know what creates success in relationships. But when I'm in that place, I can't get to the part of me that knows it's very, very Mm -hmm. difficult, you know? And I, I have tools for that too, of like, okay, take a walk, let's breathe. You know, like I, I know I have tools for that, but I think that's one of the things that makes relationships so challenging because in that deep, if you're, if you are intimate with somebody like, deeply intimate with somebody. They can get to places that nobody else can, that no other situation can. Mm. And they can get to hurts that are so old, right? And yes, we'll hit those things. And if we're being an entrepreneur, I think entrepreneurism is another very powerful spiritual path transformational path if you let it be right but I don't know that I don't know that it's as bad as as bad but it's as intense as relationship not because I agree yeah (laughs) because it because it hits these little wires now there's a few unicorns out there that they just don't have a lot of stuff in relationship like they just sort of easy for them like my mentor's gay and Katie Hendricks and I did, um, they're considered the relationship coaches, coaches, oh, right? Wow. And they've been on Oprah several times, 20 best selling books, like, and I apprenticed with them for six years. And one of the reasons I did is like, I learned their material in two years, but I kind of was like, wow, I never saw something like that before. Like, two people who were really connected, had really great passion had amazing co-creation had learned how to create wealth and abundance together, walked their talk. I've never seen anything like that. Like I felt like I was looking at a rare animal in a zoo. Like I was like, whoa! because relationship in my family was really messed up. Like how relationship was done was with like a lot of us was super messed up. So a lot of what, why I spent so much time was seeing what was possible. Like, that it, this really is possible. Okay, good That's to know. That's
0: so awesome. Right? <laughs> I, wanna, I wanna meet these I wanna follow these people.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give you their website, hendrix.com. Oh, awesome. I C K S. And not to be confused with Hendrix with an ex who's also a relationship expert, but it's oh, okay. Gay and Katie Hendrix. And um, it, it was really, really powerful work, but I also learned from that that some people just have a knack for it. And it's kind of like, you know, like Mozart came out playing the piano, right? He was Mm -hmm. kind of this prodigy who could just go, we can, some people can get to Mozart, but it takes, you know, 5,000 more hours to get there kind of Mm -hmm. thing, right? Yeah. I think the same is true in relationship. I think some people kind of have that easy way about it. And it's like, oh, relationships are easy, but they're kind of unicorns. I don't, I don't see them very much. Uh, For most, (laughs) for most of us out there, relationships are a big challenge. Um, If you're going to do a relationship that's meaningful, if you're going to do an intimate relationship, a lot of people, they they don't dare go there. And so the relationship becomes more about convenience and, okay, this works because we're raising the kids and, you know, we have two people paying the mortgage and, but it's not intimate we see these couples out mm-hmm. in restaurants they're not looking at each other they're not talking to each other they're on their phone they're on the they're reading the newspaper they're not really comfortable together. and convenient right? right right that's not what i'm talking about those relationships are pretty easy to maintain until something some haywire trips that you know like something yeah. happens but if you're actually in the game called well, exposing yourself oh you know, and like being willing to be vulnerable and create that deep connection. It's going to trigger you right to your bones. Like it's going to go get in there when it, when, when the thing happens that you don't want to happen and that you're scared is always going to happen based on how you were loved when you were little. When that happens with somebody you're really, really connected to, it's,
0: I mean, it's a refiner's fire. It's very intense. But yeah. And I, and I think I've I've been in relationships where that's completely blocked, you know, the, the emotional side of someone and I, um, couple (laughs) Couple lately, um, but (laughs) then there was obviously some lessons for me and, you know, why do I, why am I attracted to emotionally unavailable people? Right. Mm -hmm. And there were some big lessons there for me. Um, but, uh, with that said, yeah, I, if you're not able to be fully open, and, and I think it's so scary. Mm-hmm. It's, so, it's so scary because you're really letting someone in to see all of you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: all the good, the bad, the ugly, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so then people put up the walls to, to not allow that. But what I've realized is when you don't allow fully to be vulnerable you're also blocking the potential of the passion and the love and and the beauty in it so it's like are you willing to not risk being completely open and vulnerable mm-hmm. so that you can experience the highest of the best you know feelings mm-hmm. in that emotional space or, or not so it's almost like you have to dare to go there
1: mm-hmm. and
0: and be brave to go there and and then if you don't you really block potential. Mm-hmm, yep, Yeah.
1: It's kind of like in nature, I don't know if you know this, but um, homeopathy teaches us that the medicine and the poison are right next to each other. So mm-hmm. the, the plant that's poisonous, the antidote to it is generally very close. It's generally the closest plant. And I think that's true in relationship, is that the poison and the medicine are right next to each other, meaning that the, the thing you need to heal Wow, is right next to the thing that triggers it. And so it's all in that same little soup right there. And it's that's partly why it's so intense. Uh, If you're going to do a, a relationship, the kind that we're talking about, that's conscious, yes, where you're, you're instead of blaming the person you're looking at what it's bringing up for you. And your reaction to something is way more valuable, your awareness of why you're reacting is way more powerful than you trying to figure out what they're doing to you. You know, <laughs> that, that doesn't get you that very far. That
0: is the biggest key, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I've experienced some recently where I'm like, oh, the fear of abandonment, the fear mm-hmm. and, and, and the triggers, and it's so difficult to deal with, you know? Like when you're in the moment, just kind of mm-hmm. like what you said you're like oh my gosh you're in it we know some of this information we have the tools because we've been studying it you way more than mm-hmm. i because i just started i feel but um i'm like oh my gosh i know this but what 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 it has done for me is knowing and having the tools or so that I, I am aware i'm like wow this just triggered me and why did this trigger me and what is the real what is the real wound mm-hmm and so it's helped me heal a lot of the wounds from the past mm-hmm. so that I can move on with my life and at a, as a better self, you know, right. and there are so many <laughs> though. They just keep showing up. I'm like, oh my gosh, I thought I did work on that. Mm-hmm. And I thought that I was buried. And then holy shit, like this just came up and I, you know, you just mm-hmm. did, you just helped me discover some deep stuff mm-hmm. just a couple of weeks ago. And I'm like, Wow, I just had no idea it was there, mm-hmm. it was intense, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think another part too to relationships, and if we want to grow into showing up as a better self in the relationship is that we have to face the the hard work. Mm-hmm. We have to face those wounds we have to face in in ourselves and just do the work, you know, and be willing to. And I think that's something that um if more, if more people we're willing to do perhaps it looked different and um but who knows right i'm just testing this and i'm not in a relationship right now so mm-hmm. no it's like uh, okay nudia let's let's put this mm-hmm. to the test because mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> it's like okay i've been working on this a lot and so you know hopefully when that time comes i can show up better and i can be a better person and now i can recognize that there were a lot of things that i was like oh my gosh I definitely could have shown up better for these people, you know, and um, and had different conversations. Not, but it's all a lesson, and it's all mm-hmm. part of the journey. But um, what do you? I loved how you know. Let, let's talk about polarity, mm-hmm. and because um, you've taught me a lot of that too. Um, and Tony Robbins talks about it a lot too. A lot of teachers that the polarity between feminine and masculine energy, and then also. Uh, just those fast connections that sometimes we, when we meet someone and we're like, whoa, mm-hmm. right. Tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about that. Cause I just experienced one and, mm-hmm. and you taught me some stuff there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well,
1: I, I, there's two parts to this. One is that when you meet somebody and like all the bells go off and you're like, whoa, I'm like, whoa, this is the first <laughs> oh, I've never felt like this, whoa, <laughs> Beware, beware, because people think that that means, oh, I found the one. Okay. And as soon as you go to, I found the one, then some part of you tunes out to the flags. Mm. <laughs> right. And it's like, no, no, they're so cute and they're just perfect for me. And da 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 da. da. So when we're in that place, we don't see what we don't see. And it's because we've made this conclusion that they're the one because I've never felt like this before. But what I know about that is that oftentimes, and I'm going to get a little wooey here, is that we attract somebody who kind of feels like a soulmate or is a soulmate, but their, their job with us is to wake us up. Their job with us is to bring something to light that we Mm. haven't experienced or seen before in ourselves. And they're not, their job isn't necessarily to stay with us long-term. Like oftentimes those big booms are just wake up calls to ourselves. And if you get that, right? And you're willing to do the work, then go for it. Hop in, get in, right? Mm -hmm. If you're not willing, to allow yourself to get messy or to be blown open, then you should probably run from a relationship like that because the relationship like that will bring that up because in part, you have to have a certain level of depth with a person, a certain level of connection to get to those deeper wounds. Mm -hmm. So only somebody Mm -hmm. who's super, super connected to you can get you to those core pieces. If you're only mildly connected to somebody They're not going to get in those doors. But if you, if there's that person that's like, oh, it's like, you want to let them in. You're like, yeah, let's do this, right? (laughs) But they infiltrate all the way into those core wounds because whatever it is that you believed about love, whatever construct you took on about love when you were a child, and sometimes that construct is taken on in infancy because of an experience or something. Oh, like I was, uh, my mother gave me up for adoption. So mm-hmm. love means being left.
0: Oh, right.
1: Yeah. And then I was, I was um, adopted by her mother, who's my grandmother. And it was all hidden. So the people that loved me lied to me. So love is a lie. Oh, wow. So I, I mean, that's why I say it's my Achilles heel, because I've got some very deep constructs around love that I have to continually unfetter, you know? Um, so when the next time I feel that cocoon kind of love from infancy, right? So, so our first experience of love is when our mother holds us, right? And it's that, and you know, if you've ever held a baby, like yeah. you don't even have to be, it's mothers. It's like there's something we come with that pulls out this big energy from people. Like, that's why we all love babies. There's something about a baby that openness, the vulnerability, whatever. It's like the purity. yeah. Yeah. You know? And so that is our first experience of love. And whatever goes down with that then becomes our belief about love. Right. So when somebody comes in and they have that and that kind of quality of, oh,
0: hi,
1: it brings up that early, early love. And that's how it can tap. If there's wounds there, it can really like open them. It can really bring that forward. But that's really good work if you can get it because whatever's not free in you in me in us will continue to play itself out in your life. And, and even, um, even though we're working on relationship right now, more specifically, the thing that's not free in relationship has its consequences in business, in money, in life, because it affects our ability to show up, to trust, to take risks. You know, and and even though we've talked about relationship being more difficult than, you know, entrepreneurialism, right? Um, the thing is, is when you free up the thing in relationship, it will free up things in every area of your life. It just happens to be pretty sticky in relationship but it is something that will slow you down or be a cap uh in other areas of your life so when you You know impacts each other yeah so when you free up that which is not free it you begin to get free everywhere that's why when you said i feel so different because you're you're freeing up things that are limitations that actually aren't true they're just experiences that you had and that you made a story up about that mm-hmm. continues to replay itself, you free that stuff up and wow, I mean, things become available to you that have never been available before. So it's really amazing work, but it's not, it's not for sissies, you know? <laughs> like I, it was funny, I was listening to a relationship podcast the other day and it was so trite. I was like, really? Like, yeah, well just, you know, just say, thank you. And just do these little things. And I'm like,
0: (laughs) that's so superficial. We have to, we have to get deep. Yeah.
1: Now those things can create a container. Like if you're, if you have this rule called, we always go to bed appreciating each other. We don't go to bed angry. Like that creates safety. That creates trust. Yeah. But that's not the antidote. That's not the work. That's the container so that you're safe enough to do the work because the real work is, you know, when you want to kill him (laughs) and then you have to look at yourself Yeah, instead of killing them. That's the real work. Mm -hmm. And there has to be a certain amount of safety and connection to even let that come up. If you let something really big come up with somebody, it's actually because there's a level of safety you have with them. And it allowed it to come forward.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. And it, it, it's interesting, those crazy connections, you know, because I've had a couple in my life where it's, you know, you do feel that you're like, whoa. And then um, it's almost like there's that, like you're so attracted to each other because there's a wound there for each other to right. heal. Right. And it's like, Okay, that's the magnetic piece of this. And so, coming in, so anyone listening, anytime that you feel that crazy fast connection that you're, it's kind of unexplainable, like how you said, be aware. And now I know that, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. like, oh, wow, okay. So, there's, you know, there's a lesson here for me. Um, That's amazing. I mean, I could talk about this stuff all day because I think it's so fascinating. And I, I, um yeah it's definitely an area like just like yours that's been probably one of the most challenging for me in my life but it's been it's my journey and obviously like a, you know there's been a lot of work for me to do around here and I'm grateful for it because it's really helped me heal a lot
1: mm-hmm. a lot
0: of childhood wounds
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know and and so I'm, I'm glad that I'm becoming more free of that and I think there's you know, it's an ongoing thing. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I've discovered. That it's not it doesn't right. stop. It just right. keeps going.
1: Right, and that's why. By the way, if you're like listening to a relationships expert, that's like, oh yeah, we got it handled. Like run, don't <laughs> walk, because nobody, nobody has it handled. They really don't. Like y- there's definitely people like the Hendricks, right? That I literally watch them. Like wow, like they function totally different. You know, they're the unicorns of relationship, you know? Yeah. And but and they had to find their way. And we can learn from teachers in relationship. And this is true in entrepreneurism or whatever. It's like, but we have to find our own way. We can take some of that and we can take some of that juju and some of those tools. But we may need something a little bit different because our life experience is different. And that's what I've learned along the way is that, um, that I, there are certain things that work for me, um, that I didn't learn anywhere else, but I was willing to go, what works for me. And at the end of the day, each of us has to do that with relationship or anything we're creating is like, well, what works for me? How do I want to do it? We've had this conversation with marketing, like mm-hmm. how, what works for me, not what's everybody doing and what's working out there, but like what's works for me. Same is true in relationships you know, we have to figure out what works for us and, um, you know, be willing to, to get in that game and, you know, have the wins and the losses. But, you know, one of the things that I think, I really believe that we're infinite and that so exploration is infinite. Our, our genius is infinite. Our, our intelligence is infinite. So why wouldn't, our journey be infinite. Why wouldn't like what I think a lot of times, like couples will come to me and they've had um, 10 really good years and now they're in their shit. Somebody had an affair, some shit went down, blah, blah. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, cool. And they go, what? You know, cause they, their mind is like, Oh, this must be in the end. It's like, actually your relationship is asking for something more. It's asking for a different level. It's asking you to go somewhere different than you've been going before. Now, sometimes those kind of fallouts, is meaning it's time to learn with someone else now, right? Mm -hmm. Oftentimes those kind of problems are something inside of you saying, there's more here. We're playing small. Let's get to the more, let's heal what we need to heal to come to a new level.
0: Right. That's so awesome. And, and Esther kind of says the same thing. It's like, you're going to, and you've told me this, like we grow so fast nowadays Mm -hmm. that we, you know, back 50 years, 100 years, we didn't, we didn't have the the tools that we now have. Mm-hmm. And so we're growing so quickly, that of course, we're going to have multiple relationships throughout our lifetime. And this is where Esther comes in, she says, you're going to have so many different relationships in your lifetime. You can either choose to have it with the one person, mm-hmm. or other people. Mm-hmm. But it's like you mm-hmm. kind of like have to recreate Mm -hmm. that relationship and that's exactly what you're saying Mm -hmm. like how awesome that is and 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 maybe that's the kind of the 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 topic we can end on is just how society has had this certain look of what a relationship should look like what marriage Mm -hmm. is nowadays Mm -hmm. versus like let's have that conversation right now because because marriage back 50 (laughs) years ago was set up not in love and not in connection. It was set up be- because of a system that worked right. for people. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and that <laughs> worked, it was
1: more about, marriage mostly was about fiscal. Cause like even in the early church, in the early Catholic church, marriage was seen as sinful. Like it was like, you needed to be monk-like. You needed to renounce all your passions, all your desires and you know, like. Yikes. Yeah, right. <laughs> So um, marriage was like sort of a necessary evil so that they could propagate the species, you know? And, you know, back in the hunter-gatherer days, right? We needed somebody to have the babies. We needed somebody to bring the meat in and all of that. Only really, truly in the last 40 years-ish has it been, has relationship been about love? Has it been about like, Wow, like I really love this person and I want to share my life with them. It even, you know, even though like my parents, I think my grandparents that raised me um, had a certain level of in love. At that time, like for my grandma, and mom, like there there was no other option for her besides to marry a man. Right, she was born in 1913. Like the options were very very small. Um, if you weren't an Amelia Earhart or something like that, a very strong, adventurous type of person, like to live your life and to feel like you were going to survive, you had to find a man You had to do that, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think relationship as a spiritual journey, as an intimate journey, as a healing journey, that's really new. And I think that's why so many of us are messed up at it because there's no reference point. Our, our genetics is designed to be in survival not in love Hmm. and so we're this is a brand new experiment on planet earth that we actually get together because we love each other and because we want a deeper level of fulfillment in our lives right and you know that's happening in every part of our lives like entrepreneurism as soon as the iphone came to be that world completely changed. We all had access to be entrepreneurs. We didn't have to have $50,000 to put into a business, right? It's like, yeah, our Everything options, online, yeah, yeah. Everything evolved mm-hmm. dramatically. And with that, so has the tools for change and consciousness and the, and the tools of psychology that allows us to free up what's not free. And so we're changing at the speed of light. Like, if you're on a conscious journey, you're like, I don't think I'm the same person I was three months ago. Like, that's how fast I'm going. And so my number one prerequisite for anybody I'm relating with, whether it's a family member, whether it's a potential partner or mate or whatever, is like, it's not so much about where they are now, although that needs to, I need to be interested in all of that. It's, are you willing to grow? are you willing to look at yourself because I'm going to go fast. And if you're not willing to grow, I will outgrow you. And it will maybe have a two month relationship because I'm going to be doing this. Right. Mm-hmm. And so totally. to me, that's the most vital thing you want to look for in looking at a relationship is because if you have that person that's willing to grow with you, then it's like, you can actually, I think create a very beautiful long-term relationships but you just have to realize you're going to get a new husband every, every year or so, because he's, and, and you're going to be a new wife because you're doing that growth and you're like, Oh, who are you now? Oh, you're my new lover. Okay. But it's the same person because you're, you're dynamically changing together.
0: Yes. That's so, so good. I've, you know, I've had relationships where that's happened, you know, where Mm -hmm. it's not, there's a big gap in, in that growth. And I fully agree. I, I, I have to have somebody that's willing to the same with you, you know, that's Mm -hmm. definitely a number one priority that are open and willing to grow. And I think that it's so, it's just the expectations of what a relationship should look like or a marriage should look like, um, in society. It's almost like it's just not real. Mm -hmm. You know, we've been, we've been given this picture and we've been, and um, given this like movie almost like this this disney story you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like or the princess story of this is what love should look like this is what it should feel like or all the romantic movies and i'm like but well, that's not real you know so what like what is real is these conversations and what is real is what everyone's experiencing and how how awesome would it be that every couple just gets to create the relationship based on what their truth is and based on what works for them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you got it. And how that. freeing is mm-hmm. that? Like how mm-hmm. liberating is that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a big fan of daily vows rather than like marriage vows of like, Oh, I choose to be here today. Oh, and I choose to be, Oh, what can we create? You know? Yeah, And one of the tools that I give people is to uncreate and destroy the relationship every day so that you're relating from now and not from who the person was yesterday. That's one of the reasons that's how sort of passion Mm. gets killed is we decide who someone is like, and we do that to try to get safe, right? It's like, okay, I know this person, he shows up like this, he does this, and this is who he is, and this is who he is, and then we decide we know who they are, but we're infinite. Like that's how you can actually keep the romance alive is by going, Oh, who are you today? What can we, what can we learn about each other today? Yeah. As opposed to this is who you were yesterday and the day before and the day before and the day before. And I don't even really need to look at you
0: because I already know you. Mm. Right, That's really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's wonderful. Well, I've even learned a lot throughout this podcast. And again, (laughs) I could continue talking about this. It's so fun, you know, but Mm -hmm. Um, What would be like the last and whatever comes up for you as as far as advice or just, you know, whatever you want to tell our Mm -hmm. listeners about relationship, what would that be?
1: If you really get that relationship is to me, it's about two different things. It's about enjoyment and you know having fun and ha- like it's sort of the icing on the cake i think of relationship of like life right and and like really get that it's a spiritual path it's a growth yeah. path unless you want to just have a surface level relationship if you if you want and most people that i talk to do they want something deeper. They want mm-hmm. something more meaningful. They don't want to just go through the motions with somebody, right? Yeah. That's why a lot of people left jobs to find their own path. They don't want to just go through the motions. They want something to feel meaningful, right? If that's the kind of relationship that you want, then you you have to know that it's going to be messy. You can't just walk away because it's messy. You know, it's like, and and sometimes it's right to walk away you know it's that you know it's like Mm -hmm. both it's like knowing and that's part of the growth of it it's like knowing oh oh like thank you for everything you've taught me but i need to love you from a different house now you know (laughs) like um or okay like i this is the face i want to learn with today and tomorrow so let's let's wrestle like brene brown says something about i think it's like she says something like let's get in the ring and wrestle.
0: Yes. Wrestle, I love her by the right? way. She's amazing. And
1: and let's do this. And that's, but that can also be fun. That doesn't have to be drama. That can be beautiful. The, the wrestling can be fun and beautiful too. Mm-hmm. And, and what if, you know, the whole point of relationship was just to have more joy and to be able to create more, you know?
0: Wow. That's a beautiful ending to our, you know, to finishing our podcast today. I, Thank you so much for being here with me. And I really loved, loved this conversation. Probably one of my favorites, you know, mm. because it's so raw and real and so much truth. But um, also for our listeners, I mean, I know you're busy with your schedule and you're, um, I don't even know if you're taking any more clients, but if somebody is interested in a great life coach mm. um, such as you, that is just has so much wisdom and all kinds of, Mm-hmm. Uh, all kinds of areas and comes it it, it is a conscious space for sure mm-hmm. you know it's not a linear coaching it is no nope. <laughs> it is not linear it is creation it is conscious it is spiritual mm-hmm. and um and it's infinite that type of creation so if if somebody is really drawn to you in this could, could they reach out to you i don't Absolutely. know how tapped out you are but at <laughs> least we should have yeah. yeah yeah there
1: are Um, if I don't have an opening in the moment, I have openings all the time because I generally work with, you know, two, three, four month contracts and then somebody will cycle out and somebody will cycle in. Perfect. (laughs) But, um, also I have group mentoring programs and there's a lot of different ways that you guys can, you know, we can play and you can work with me, but, um, you can go to my website, which is megansilito.com, M-E-G-A-N. S-I-L-L-I-T as in Tom, O.com. I'm also on Facebook. I have a public page, uh, like a, what is that? Business page. I have a business page, but it's public figure page. Oh,
0: public figure. Yeah,
1: yeah, I have a public figure page and a regular page, and you can oh, awesome. find me there, too.
0: Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for changing my life, and I'm sure you're changing many. Mm-hmm. And, and thanks for your time today. This was so fun. Thank you for having me. This was great. I love it. I love talking to people who are in the conversation
1: because things can come out of the conversation just in your questions and things like that, that we both can learn from. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: I love it. Guys, I hope that this has been super helpful for you. I am sure it has because if the one thing I know is that everyone has challenges and relationships. So uh, let's continue growing. Let's continue lear- learning and let's continue loving. So, hope you, you guys all have a great day and thanks for listening. Bye for now. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Nudia's Mastermind. It's an absolute pleasure of mine to be able to share the space with you. There is something so powerful about brilliant minds coming together to help other people grow and to inspire them to enjoy the zest for life. Please subscribe and also follow me on YouTube and on Instagram. My handle is nudia.p.rivera. Now go and create an amazing life.